Okay, Agun Arab Shabbos, everyone. Agun Chaydesh. Chaydesh Adar. Adar Rishain. Mishanichnas Adar Marben Basimcha. Which Rav Chaim Knievsky says begins even in Adar Aleph. And Sam Soifer writes that we're ready Marben Basimcha on the very first day of Rosh Chaydesh. So, Bar Hashem, it's happy times for Klal Yisrael. And we're going to. Uh, start our first year today with the subject Davar Yafevi Itai. So important announcements. There's still room on our upcoming trip. We're leaving in about a week to uh in the footsteps of the Chida to the historic communities in Italy of Venice, Riggio, Ancona, Mantua, Padua, Pisa, Riggio. You could join us. February 17th to the 22nd. You could also join us March 3rd through the 5th for our first ever Yarche Kala. We have amazing subjects. Please join us for that. Upcoming Svarim, Bar Hashem. Last night, I nearly finished the upcoming Sefer on Chinuch Habanim and hope to finish it uh, this afternoon after the Shir. And it will be um, start being prepared for publication if anybody wants to be Meshtatev in that Sefer or any of the upcoming Svarim in English, on Lag Ba'imer, The Fire and the Soul. Bezashem, this week, the uh, book on Purim, The Concealed and the Revealed, Art School is putting out a new size, the pocket edition. So if you need to, besides the one you have on your shelf, you need to keep a few in your pocket, that will be available as well. Okay, Parshas Mishpatim. Parshas Mishpatim is the conclusion of Shoivavim. So for those who are joining this year live, the Marma comments are up on your screen. If you'd like to get in, in your inbox, go to our site, rabbidg.com, subscribe, and you will get the Marma Kaimais every Wednesday and Friday. So Parshas Meshpatim is the end of Shoivavim. Shoivavim stands for Shmois Va'era Bay B'Shalach Yisroi Mishpatim. And the Berhetev in Arachayim, Simantafresh Pehe, he brings that Shoivavim concludes in the parsha of Ki Sikna Eved Ivri. So now we see that our parsha Meshpatim, is really very timely because the subject of Ki Sikna Eved Ivri is the conclusion of the, the time of the year of Shoivavim. Shoivavim is like the bridge between Hanukkah and Purim. Now Ramir Shapiro of Lublin, the great Rosh Hashiva, of the, of the Yeshiva Chachmei Lublin, he brings an amazing remez that these days of Shoivavim, which are seven we are six weeks, Mishpatim, they're 42 days. They begin with Parsha Shemais, Ve'ela. Ve'ela is for Gematria 42, because it kicks off the 42 days of Shoivavim. It ends also with Ve'ela, Ve'ela HaMeshpatim. Isn't it interesting? The two bookends of Shoivavim are Ve'ela Shemais, Ve'ela HaMeshpatim. Both start, it starts and ends with Shoivavim. 42, 42, connected the 42 days of Shoivavim. There's a teaching of the Arizal that the full tshuva for what is known as Hachet HaYadua, for being Moitzi Zarl Vatola, is Pei Dalid Tanesim, says Ramir Shapiro, that is alluded to in the two Ve'elas. Now, why are these the weeks of Shoivavim? 
why are these the weeks that are designated for Tikkun, for this sin? And uh, it's interesting that the Berhetev brings from the Arizal that when Adam Harishain, after he sinned with the Eitz Hadas, he separated from Chava, and during those 130 years, during the 130 years that he separated from Chava, he was Moitzi Zara, and those Neshamais were reincarnated in the Dar Hamabel, and the Dar Haflaga, in the Dar Mitzrayim. So the whole reason why these weeks are designated for a Tikkun, for that Avera, is because these weeks in the Torah, we read about the Tikkun of these Gilgulim, because the Dar Mitzra, the Dar Hamabel and Dar Haflaga was reincarnated in the generation in Mitzrayim. And it's interesting that the Zayar HaKadosh on Parshish Mishpatim says, Ve'ela HaMishpatim, the Zayar HaKadosh says, Elain Inon Sidurin De Gilgula. So again, that shows the connection between the Yimei HaShoivivim and Parshish Mishpatim, which Kabbalistically is teaching me the order of the subject matter of Gilgal, which was a tikkun for these generations. Now, an amazing gematria that fits uh, perfectly with this presentation is offered by the Aber Yaakov in his Sefer Pituchei Chaisam. He says the word Hamishpatim is gematria guf unishama, body and soul. That this parsha tells us about the judgments, not only for the guf, but for the neshama as well. Now, we're now in Chodesh Adar. And Parshas Mishpatim, we always read right before Adar or during Adar. So you would think, if Davar Yafa Itai, what does Parshas Mishpatim have to tell us about the Yomtif of Purim? Sure enough, the Chida in his Sefer, Choymes Anach, this was sent my way by my dear friend, Rabbi Rafal Ansel of France. He says that the Pasuk, V'yatsa chinam ein kasef, is a remez to Haman. Could anybody see how in the Pasuk, V'yatsa chinam ein kasef, we have a remez to Haman? Well, the soyfei tevois of Yatsa chinam ein, V'yatsa ends in a hey, chinam ends in a mem, kasef ends in a ein, ends in a nun, V'yatsa chinam ein kasef, that's a remez to Haman. In fact, um, the Chida writes in the Choymas Anach, V'yatsa chinam ein, it's soifei tevois haman, because he bought us without money. Like it says, ha-kesef nasunlach. Ha-kesef nasunlach. So in other words, he purchased us without money. Achashver says, keep the money. And... Hashem will redeem us without Kesef as well, like it says, Chinam Nimkartem. So, Vyatsa Chinam Ein is Sofitevis Haman. By the way, you could say the word Kesef is Gematria Eitz. Kesef is 160 is Gematria Eitz. Why? Haman was hung on a tree. The Rashi Tevos Vyatsa Chinam Ein is Gematria that Hashem helped us. Okay. Furthermore, says uh, the Chida, according to Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, 
the 10,000 Kikar Kesef was given for tzedakah. But the truth is, it was really for his downfall. Why? Whoever thought to give money to tzedakah to destroy a complete ummah? And furthermore, whatever he owned was owned by Mordechai because Mordechai owned Haman as an Eved. So, this is the remez. But Haman did tzedakah with it. No, ain kasef. It's not considered a mitzvah. Why? Ain kasef. Because it ended up that tzedakah was for his downfall and ultimately he was kasef as gematria eights, which is that's where he was hung. So from the Pasuk, it's a remez to the hanging and the downfall of Haman. Here is another um, wondrous remez to the Zman of the Shana. Pasuk says, Meleascha is referring to the uh, Mitzvah Bikurim. By the way, Elsewhere in the parsha, it talks about Bikurim. It says, Reishis Bikure Admascha. So it's interesting that this week's parsha, we talk about the mitzvah of Bikurim. Says the Imre Noyam of Jacob, Mishpatim, which is always near Chaydesh Adar or in Chaydesh Adar, we have the mitzvah of Bikurim juxtaposed to the downfall of Amalek in Adar. In Adar, of course, we have parsha Zachar. We're going to read about the destruction of Amalek. And in Mishpatim, we read about the mitzvah of Bikurim. Bikurim is always juxtaposed to Amalek. The truth is, we find another example of this. In Parshas Kisavai, we read about the mitzvah of Bikurim. And right before Kisavai, the end of Kisavai, we talk about Mechias Amalek. So both times the Torah talks about Amalek, it's juxtaposed to the mitzvah of Bikurim. What's the connection between Bikurim and Amalek? Taisvis says in the Moshev Zakenim, Sam Seifer also writes, both Bikurim and Amalek are called Rashis. They're both called the beginning. Bikurim is Rashis pre Admascha. Amalek is Rashis Goyim Amalek. So we once explained that in both ends of the year, we destroy Amalek and we read about Bikurim. Adar is the last month before Nisan. What do we do? We read about Bikurim in Mishpatim, and we read about the downfall of Amalek. Likewise, Elul, which is the last month before Tishrei, we read in Kiseitse about the downfall of Amalek, we read about the Mitzvah Bikurim. Because before you could have a good Rashis, Rashis is either Nisan or Tishrei. You know who's going to come to cool off your Rashis? You know, in the beginnings, everyone's all heated up, everyone's excited, everyone has passion and, uh, and interest. And Amalek comes, Asher Karchabadarch, he's going to come to cool off our beginning. So, in order to have a proper beginning, before we have the beginning, we got to get rid of the Rashis Goyim Amalek. So, we always read about Amalek before we begin the Rashis. We read about Amalek in Kiseitse, in Elul, before Tishrei. We read about Amalek, Parsha Zachar, in Adar, before Nisan. And both occasions, it's juxtaposed to the mitzvah Bikurim. Because Bikurim is also racist, it gives us a big a good beginning. Furthermore, Chazal tell us that Amalek comes when we're in grace, when we're Kafoy Taiva. 
Rashi says the analogy is after the Mitzrim chased after us into the Yam and God saved us from the Mitzrim and from the Yam. So we said to Hashem, Hey, Hashem, are you here? Hashem said, Am I here? I just saved you from Mitzrayim and from the Yam. What do you mean, am I here? It's analogous to a father who's uh, carrying his son on his shoulders. He saves him from the wolves. He saves him from bandits. And the kid says, Where's daddy? Where's daddy? Father says, Where's daddy? He throws him into the forest. You'll find out very soon where I am. So Amalek comes when we're ingrates. We know the mitzvah of Bikurim, Rashi says, is Shaloi Tehei Kafoi Toiva. The mitzvah of Bikurim is the direct antidote to Amalek. When Amalek comes and says, Where's God? Where's God? Why are we in, ungrateful in our life? Because we think that all of our success, we amassed it ourselves, we worked for it ourselves. So who should we be grateful for? We did it ourselves. Because we're basically asking, Where's God? This is our own work. And therefore, the Mitzvah Bikurim is the antidote to Amalek. And this is very important before Nisan and before Tishrei. Rav Miller would always say, before you ask God for a new year, you always have to thank Him for the previous one. So therefore, before Nisan, before Tishrei, we eradicate Amalek, we get rid of being Kafoy Taiva, and we focus on the Mitzvah Bikurim. Okay, Rav Isai, here's another amazing connection between Parshas Mishpatim and the Zman of the Shana we mentioned. This is the closing of Shaivavim. We read in this week's parsha, Your fullness, your Bikurim and your Truma do not delay. Your firstborn son give to me. Reb Chaim Vital in the Sefer Halikutim, he says something astounding. You know what the Pasuk says? It means don't delay getting married. As soon as you hit 18, Vidimacha is your seed, your zera. Don't delay it. Because if you get married young, then your, your firstborn zera, your tipa rishayna, will not, heaven forbid, be passed away. You'll be able to use it for puravu. However, if you delay getting married, then you're not going to give me reishis bikurei admascha, your first drop. And in the same token, says Rav Chaim Vital, when it says reishis bikurei admascha tavi, tavi is a lashon of bia relations, not chas v'sham hashchasa. And if you're careful to do that, it will ensure the vitality of your descendants. By the way, the Archaim HaKadosh likewise says, that it's a remez not to be mashcha zaray, that tipa rishayna should be muva beis Hashem. Like it says, beis Hashem, beisai is ishtai. This is a remez, the one who's mashchazera. It causes 
the lack of vitality of one's seed. In any event, this is particularly timely as this is the last week of Parsha of the series of the year of Shoivavim. Reb Tzadok HaKoyin writes, though, that even if a person did not rectify what was needed in the first five weeks of Shoivavim, even on the very last Shabbos, one could still be Mesakein, what is needed to be Mesakein in the Zman of Shoivavim. So this is Dovar Yafa Bi'itai Harshas. Mishpatim. We move on to the next uh, segment.